Hi, and welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I am on my phone tonight, so please excuse any glitches. I was having a little bit of trouble with my microphone. And tonight, we're going to be discussing discussing what's going on in the world with the, uh, all the censorship and crazy things, and I have a very special guest. But before I introduce you to our guest, I was going to play a little song, and then you can guess who it is.
back, and that was down under, so I guess you could figure out that my special guest is Beverly, a political analyst and commentator, and also just happens to be my best friend. Hey, Bev. Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. Oh, I got her muted. Hang on. Sorry, y'all. I'm used to being on the switchboard and not on my phone. So, hang on. Uh, hey, Bev. How right, you doing? Mike. Sorry. If I can figure out the switchboard, great. (laughs) So the world is super crazy right now, Bev. What is going on in Australia? Uh, We're into spring now. Beautiful day here. uh, About 90 degrees. Um, yeah, a lot of states are still locked down from the second wave of coronavirus, which is crazy. Daniel Andrews, who's the Premier of Victoria, has still got um, the border uh, up between New South Wales and Victoria, even though they've had no corona cases in the last four days. I've got mates that can't even leave Victoria to go come up to New South Wales to help her, uh, a mate of mine's father in Leeton. He, um, he's he got cancer and the only reason she'll have to go from Victoria to New South Wales if he's, if he's in hospital on his deathbed. Um, Victoria's virtually sold out to the Chinese. Yeah. Queensland's so so it was like I read that it was like 111 days before Melbourne ended their lifted their ban and uh how you know but it looks like Victoria has no plan on ending it at all do they no I don't believe he has he will and it's the same for Western Australia it's I reckon it's going to be in lockdown until 2021. Oh, I was actually year. reading, I actually read one of the headlines that just uh, said, Australia's lockdown paid off, coronavirus cases hit zero. Well, maybe because there wasn't any coronavirus. They ever think about that? No, you know? that was our flu season. That was our flu season, our winter. But of course, it, like everything, it's put down as COVID. You were telling me the other day about the the police. Sorry. Yeah, they've they've introduced an omnibus into uh, a bill into Victoria, which means that uh, UN police officers can now go into Victoria. Actually, there was a there's a rally on today for the freedom fighters in Melbourne. And no doubt they'll be dragged away and arrested. But it's okay wow. to have BLM rallies and, and BLM rallies and let the, the Muslims have free run over there, Ramadan Eid. But not not freedom fighters. No, they're not allowed. I was really kind of surprised. I actually for you New newer listeners, I went to uh, Australia for a whole month and vacationed with Beverly, and also worked on one of my stories, my China story. Well, that's where the China story actually started, to be honest with you. 
And uh, it's whenever I found out how much uh, China, how China owned everything in Australia. I don't know. It was just crazy. It was very eye-opening for me. I'd never traveled, and to see socialism in action was very strange for me. I love Australia, though. I really do. I just wish that they could get uh, out from underneath this yoke of tyranny. And we have seen the tyranny at its thickest during this pan. I call it a planned emic. This planned emic yeah. because this is obviously used to protect the deep state from the arrest and what is coming. They do not want Trump to take over. And what happens with us in America is we're the last uh, shining light, the last, light, last place on the hill with the shining light, you know. And all the world looks to us because we're the only people that have the American dream or the dream, you know. And everybody wants that. And they know if we can't maintain it, how are they ever going to get it, you know? And so what you know, it's all, everything's on the balance. It's, I believe this coronavirus, this whole entire thing, has been drummed up by the Democrats just to uh, take away uh, our president. Don't you think so too, Beth? Yeah, well, I had I had that event twenty one. When was it? October last year to to plan all this. That was where all all the deep state got together and planned it all, and yeah, here we are. And you said you and Australia. police are going to be – it's United Nations police there in Australia. Yeah, yeah, they can in Victoria, but slowly it'll grow out everywhere else, no doubt. See, I'm in a wow. more or less a Republican state, liberal uh, – yeah, Republican state. In Australia, a liberal the, is good. In Australia, a liberal is good. A liberal is not like a Democrat. A yeah. liberal is like a Republican. So when she says liberal, yeah. it's confusing. Whereas Victoria, Queensland, and West Australia, they're all um, democratic states, so to say. Well, that's why they're locked down. The same year with the blue states, you know, all the Democratic yeah. states here are locked down, and the Republican states are free. You know, yeah, it's crazy. No, it's you were talking wrong. about Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Do y'all have that there as well? Oh yeah, in we've Australia, BLM with the, the Aboriginals, Black Lives Matter. But are they like, two are Black Lives Matter? Were there? They can be violent. Give it time. Yeah, give it time. When Bev and I were were traveling all around uh, New South Wales. Yeah. I didn't hear you. I was talking at the same time. I didn't realize you were talking. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. You, You talk. It's so much easier when I'm using my computer and I have the switchboard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard because there's a little bit of a lag, and so I don't mean to talk over you. Just sometimes there's a lag and I don't hear you, so I apologize yeah. for that. Try to be a little bit more professional than cut into my guest. Um, so are they violent like uh, like ours are? They're like where they're breaking windows and threatening to burn down homes and beating up people and no, they've had them under control, but, but, but give it time. You know, they want to yeah. take away uh-huh. our one day, our one day a year Australia Day, which is in January, 
they want to take that away, yet there's something like nine um, Aboriginal holidays. Not holidays, but yeah. um, to commemorate them. Yeah, yet they want to take Australia Day, which, uh, you know, includes us all. They just can't move on and move on. You know, a couple of years ago, we were in Canberra. We had a rally, Australian flag rally on Australia Day, 25th of January every year. And we had to wait for them to go over this bridge because they call it Invasion Day. And we had to let them go over this bridge, so we did. And then we went over with our flags and parked down the road from Parliament House minding our own business. We weren't disturbing them. But they must have noticed our flags and they came down from the Aboriginal tent embassy and hassled us and, oh, you're racist, get off our land. And, oh, it was terrible. You know, we ended up telling them where to go. Wow. you got to expect that. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, the people here have just been horrible. They're just the most tackiest, rude, obnoxious, just disgraceful human beings. They're just demonic, flat demonic. I mean, it's just nothing human yeah. almost about them. The way they act is just – they're crazed, you know, like lunatics. But I was uh, listening to some YouTubers, and they were talking about – and I, I pulled up a website from the Conservative Daily News, but uh, it says, what is a color revolution? They said the term color revolution started in the 80s is a name given to CIA-led regime change operations developed by the RAND Corporation, democracies, NGOs, and other groups. They were used to take down the Polish communist regime, the Gorbachev of a, I can't say that, regime, and so on. It says if you understand and see what's really happening across the nation, then you know that BLM and Antifa are not reacting to Floyd or injustice of any kind. Thousands of these younger Americans are being used to topple the United States president and the Constitution. The numbers are growing. A group of anti-Trump individuals met this past summer to identify possibilities of the upcoming election. Among present were former government officials, journalists, senior campaign managers, and so on. The group was called Transition Integrity Project. And so um, part of the color revolution um, – there's a whole bunch more on that article if you want to pull it up. It's called What is a Color Revolution on conservativedatanews.com. They list the seven pillars of a color revolution, and it, and this is really interesting. It said – and I think that this – what's going on here with this going on all over, you know what I mean? Like they want to topple the whole damn temple, not just America either because you're seeing this in other countries, right? But uh, it says there yeah. are seven pillars of a color revolution. One, a semi-autocratic rather than fully autocratic regime. Two, an unpopular incumbent. Three, a united and organized opposition. Four, an ability, an ability quickly to drive home the point that voting results were falsified. Five, compliant independent media to inform citizens about the falsified vote. Six, a political opposition capable of mobilizing tens of thousands or more demonstrators to protest electoral fraud and seven, divisions among regimes, coercive forces, division among police and military. And then they went on to explain it, and they said uh, 
want to paint Trump as a semi-autocratic and unpopular incumbent, a fascist Hitler, by any means possible. Left wanted Trump to implement draconian measures and laws with regard to COVID. He refused to mandate national mandates and riots. So the riots, he didn't send in the troops, rather informed individuals at city and state levels to ask for help since it was up to each one of them to protect their citizens and protect their states. Two, make the, pop, the president popular. Well, this started at day one when Trump was under attack from the left. Three, I think it is blatantly obvious by truly looking at the left and their use of Antifa and BLM. And it says T. Stern from Antifa, who is the head of the Atlantic branch, said the ultimate vision is to is for people to break with their comfort and come to the streets day after day, night after night, into hundreds of thousands, into the millions, and not leave until they have to step down. And it says in June 20th, 2020, a new video surfaced from Project Veritas that shows an anti-fascist group whose objective is to take down the Trump administration while admitting to having receiving funding from George Soros. And then it goes on to say, four, that actions in federal courts are allowing mail-in balance to be counted as many as six days after the election, setting the stage so that Americans will doubt the outcome. And Biden, 600-plus lawyers, will contest the results anywhere possible to further this confusion. Five, the media will toe the line and report on each and, and any assertion that Biden's lawyers make, whether or not there is a basis for the claims. Six, Black Lives Matter, Antifa's. Unions, even public schools, are organizing protests and in some cases violent riots. Seven, to, to call to defund and neutralize police using Floyd as a weapon to promote the nonsense has been nonstop. Crime is across the country is increasing as more and more officers are resigning. Most people realize that none of this about Floyd, but some refuse to see what is blatantly obvious along with the forces pushing this agenda. Obama moved the U.S. military as an obstacle to overthrow to the overthrow of a president by purging the general's ranks and replacing them with men who see military as only a profit system. So, you know, when you're saying that, you see what's going on here in America, but when you're telling me that there's Antifa and BLM there and, and other places too, you know, it's making me wonder, you know, what their ultimate plan oh, yeah, is. It's pretty everywhere. evil, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. They are violent. Like wives about hitting women. Been up against them a couple of times at rallies in Sydney. No. Oh, they are, so uh, how long do you reckon? Go ahead. How long do you reckon it's going to take until they confirm that Trump will be the winner? Well. There's speculation about that because what most uh, conservatives believe is that there's going to be a red tsunami of which they have never seen in their life, and that's what we're hoping for, a red tsunami. But there's so much fraud. Oh, my God, there's so much fraud. And then what they're planning on doing with this mail-in ballots, but we're hoping that it's going to be day one because that there will be a tsunami, and there's no denying that he won, you know, like yeah. if he gets enough votes. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I just read you that color revolution, you know, and the color revolution. It, they haven't even brought out all their forces yet. They have more forces in in the ranks and, and weapons and and what they're planning on. It, it, they're actually using some of the I'm hard military that they and I listened to some of the tapes today uh, that was leaked out from some of their Zoom meetings, and they were actually talking about every entrance way and exit way of the White House. And all yeah. these buildings around it, 
and meeting our congressman at the airport when they land and, t- I mean, literally taking over these buildings and taking over the White House. And they plan on taking Donald Trump out of the White House if he's there. And he said he's going to be there yeah. for a party, but I think he's just baiting him, you know. And they put a, a fence up that uh, is uh, uh, supposed to be supposed to have put it up today. I don't know if they did or not. A non-scalable wall so around the White House. We'll see. Yeah, I hope it's not too long because I want me me money back. I laid a thousand bucks yeah. on Trumpy. Oh yeah, you did make a bet, didn't you? Well, they're saying yeah. six days. They're saying they're giving them six days. Oh, yeah. And if they could do, if they do that six days, no telling what they can do. I mean, I'm so I'm kind of nervous because I don't. I know these people are so evil and desperate, you know. But what I'm really yeah. been looking at and focused on is if we know what's going on with this color revolution, then that means President Trump knows what's going on with the with the color revolution. If he's acting like he doesn't know, it's because he's appearing weak when really he's strong because that's the art of war. Yeah. So that means that he has a plan because I know he's not weak. So I think he's going to be prepared for this. Hewitt said that when shit hit the fan that President Trump would be well insulated in uh, Air Force One. Yeah. So yeah. he's not, he's not going to be at that in the White House, you know. But uh, no. he gave us certain dates like eleven three, and so I'm thinking that that they're gonna start the arrest after election tomorrow, you know, after the polls close or something. Start doing arrest or right at only eleven four. I really think they're gonna start doing some fame arrest, you know. Yeah, it's coming. Stop it. But we can't talk about it because they've censored us all. You know, they've censored us all. We can't even talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I got censored. I got my political figure page was totally taken down from Facebook. And, you know, I had thousands of followers. They even took down my dog's page, Ivanka Melania and Trump Kellen. And uh, I got taken off Twitter today. I'm on a ban. And I found this article. I'll read it to you. It says uh, it's from uh, RT.com. Says Twitter has unveiled a new label for election day. Announcements that don't come from official sources of category included not just election authorities, but national news outlets that frequently get stories wrong. From Tuesday through inauguration day over two months, Twitter will slap a disputed label on some tweets that make claims about election results. The platform announced on its blog Monday election related tweets from any candidate running in 2020 in their campaigns, along with U.S. based accounts with over 100,000 followers. Risk incurring the punitive labels, as does any tweet with over 25,000 likes or retweets. So, yeah, we yeah. may label tweets starting on yeah. election night that make claims about election results before they're officially called. And they, yeah. they said, uh, we will be prioritizing the presidential election and other highly contested races where there may be significant issues with misleading information. That's bull crap, isn't it? No, bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit, all right. So how do we find out the truth? I'll have to find you. Yeah. Well, you know, I can't put anything on Twitter. I can't. They won't let me put anything on there. My main Facebook pages took down. They completely took down my Vimeo account. They they took down the whole account. They said that my last video was a conspiracy theory. And they instead of just deleting the putting me a ban or just telling me they didn't want my video, they deleted my whole channel with all my videos. Yeah. And now, yeah, I was trying to do backup, so I got my newest video on Rumble, uh, that's under uh, Hurricane Ann on Rumble, and uh, as above, so below. 
and uh, I went to go put it on my website, and it wouldn't even download on my website because I have to have Vimeo or YouTube to download on my website. So my website's pretty much crippled. And then uh, they did YouTube did have my video. They took it down, and now it's back up again. So I don't know. I don't know how long it'll last, but uh, it's just getting ridiculous. Yeah. So then once they ban me on YouTube, then I have no way to even da- – got to figure out another way to download my videos or change my complete website, which I've spent a fortune on this website, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, they don't. I'm, like I'm kind of getting really frustrated. Yeah. I'm getting really yeah, frustrated. Imagine. So yeah, I imagine these people in Victoria are getting frustrated too, huh? But they they, I would say they voted them in. But I used to always feel that way. But now that I see how the voter fraud really works, I'm starting to wonder if any of these people were ever really voted in. You know. If they're not all fraudulent candidates, well, they can still they can still um, have election fraud here. You know, we we go in and they call, they look up our name, and then we go off and vote. You can go to all different polling booths around the area where you you're from and do the same. But yeah. the difference here is. The difference here is if you've registered to vote, you've got to vote. It's illegal not to vote. I think it's about a 60 or a $70 fine, and if you don't pay that fine, it can affect your licence. and take points off you. That's crazy. That is just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's listening out there, I didn't have a lot of time to advertise because I've taken down on Twitter and <laughs> I'm shadow banned on Facebook, so I don't even know if anybody even is listening or even knows that we're having a show at this time because I wasn't able to promote it. But if you are listening, uh, our guest call-in number is 845-241-9956. That's 845-241-9956. We are taking callers, and uh, I will be on the air tomorrow night from – uh, the same time, which is 8 o'clock Central, and I'll be on it the night after election at 8 o'clock um, on the 4th. So uh, we're just going to keep doing this because with everybody being censored, this might be the only way of communication that we have. And you all know that usually I'm a little bit more organized in this. I have a lot of research done. I have interviews, and uh, Bev and I just kind of did this by the seat of our pants. I was coming on solo, and I was freaking out. And Bev stepped in and rescued me, which is awesome because she's uh, been a frequent guest in, uh, over the years, uh, many years now, uh, my different radios with uh, Resistance Radio and Mega News Network and now Wolfpack Radio. And uh, so, uh, Bev, you know, what, uh, what what's going on in New Zealand where they had that shooting – where they had that – Fake shooting and well, wait a minute. Before we go to New Zealand, let me go back to one more thing um, in Austria before we jump over to another island. Uh, the stars, all the Hollywood stars. So they're locking down all of so Victoria and all that's on the north side of the top of Austria, right? No, no. So like Victoria is south of, of us. We call them Mexicans. Yeah, south of the border. Queensland is. North, um, but up around a place called Byron Bay is a lot of movie, uh, a lot of 
Pedo would have come out. Tom Hanks is up there finishing off a Elvis movie. Um, Nicole Kidman's got some studios there um, making movies because uh, that's up where the uh, Thor lives. Chris Hemsworth. And, um, yeah, oh, what's his name, that young bloke? Can't think of it offhand. He's bought property up there. Matt Damon's bought a property. Zach Efron, he's he's here at the moment. He's got an Aussie girlfriend now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of work going going up there. Yeah. And they're they're escaping Pedo Wood. It wouldn't surprise me if they've got bunkers down in in the Antarctic because there's a lot of activity around um, south of... down in Milford Sound in the South Island of New Zealand. There's yacht... Lots of rich yachts down there. Can't escape the bay, can they? Yeah, right. So I'm trying to figure out, isn't isn't is Melbourne's in Queensland? No, Melbourne's the, the capital of Victoria. Yeah. Melbourne's locked down, but um, Victoria is... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where Melbourne's at. It's not showing up on my map. I have a map, but I can't. I don't see Melbourne on here anywhere. It doesn't show the cities. Uh, uh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Is it in the Northern Territory, Queensland, or South Australia? Yeah, South Australia is sort of west from here, southwest. Yeah. Yeah, I know where it's at. I just kind of. Go ahead. Victoria's south. Yeah, yeah, I know where that's at, but where's what? Melbourne at? In the in Victoria. Oh, okay. Down the south. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I call oh, okay, it, I got you. Oh, I see it one, now. I see it. Yeah, it used to be at one stage there for about three years the most livable city in the world. Not well, anymore. I wasn't even that far from it, there. Yeah, I wasn't. Even, I wasn't even that far from Victoria, was I? Just down the road, mate. No, we're only about we're only about two hours from Victorian border. Oh, well, shoot, we should have there. From, yeah, it's about a four-hour drive from here to Melbourne. Well, we'll have to go uh, when I come back down uh, in two years. So, a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go to Melbourne. Okay. Well, we would have went through Victoria to go do that. Uh, Coast a ride that we were going to do, right? Isn't that is that where the Seven Sisters are? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the Great Ocean Road or the whatever they're called, Seven something or yeah, yeah. All right, well, I guess we Ned got a little bit off was, topic, but uh, Ned Kelly was a um was a Republican. Our most famous. Criminal. Then he and he wore a a, a metal burger. <laughs> yeah, I should tell Alex next time she dresses up like a Nazi Templar, just tell people she's Ned Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to change her tunic up a little bit. She's yeah. definitely got the helmet. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
for some reason I was thinking that Victor- that uh, I got got confused, and I don't know how after I was just in Australia, but it's so huge, you know. For some reason I was thinking Victoria was up on the very north, you know, part of it, and that's where I was picturing it. So I'm glad you got that straight yeah. out because I like to know what's going on there. That's really close, really close to uh, Wagga and Leeton. Yeah. So I don't even like you being that close to those UN troops. I do not trust them. No, I so, think oh, in New South, New South Wales. Now, where are the uh, movie stars at? Up on the northern part of New South Wales, on the coast, part of Australia. Oh, up there. They're in New South Wales? I did not know that. I misunderstood that. Okay, so they're up yeah. around Newcastle? No, a long wow, way from Newcastle. Probably, probably about another 10 hour drive. Oh, that is beautiful. Or not even that. Yeah. Wow, they got some really good parts there. And that is very close to, and that end just attaches at the closest part, the very closest part to New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm looking New at New Zealand's map, about two hour drive. Yep. Yeah. New Zealand's about like a two hour drive. A two-hour flight from here. <clears throat> from where they're at, they could just go right to the tip of that island really close, you know? Yeah. yeah. Intercargill's the most furthest part. The furthest town in New Zealand. Yeah, no, it's so beautiful they, New uh, Zealand. Had, they had that fake... Uh, Muslim shooting there in New Zealand, and we had a show. Bev and I did a show. You can find it in our archive. She did a really great job explaining everything that was going on there, and they tried to blame it on QAnon and all kinds of stuff. But while we were doing that show, we uh, we discovered that the lady who's in charge of New Zealand it was actually Hillary Clinton's sidekick, and Hillary Clinton had been a mentor yeah. to her. And we looked at some photographs, and I'm not trying to slander people, but she, she looks like a man, you know. She, to me, she looks like a transgender, yeah. you know, definitely. I mean, you can see her junk, you know. Right. And so it's pretty. Is, is it? Is she is a man, right? I mean, have you seen seen her? No, no she's a female. She's a female. She's what? But she's an evil. She's a female. She is a female. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought she was a man in disguise. Like a transgender. No, I thought it was too, but no, it's a female. But she's huh. just as evil as Hillary. She spent time in um, America at some uni, and that's where Hillary plucked her out of because she was a Freemason. She's a Freemason. And, um, yeah. Actually, she's got full-term abortions. In New Zealand, and also the Premier of Queensland, Anastasia Palaszczuk, her name is, um, they've got full-term abortions up there, and they've just voted in euthanasia into Queensland. Wow. And Jacinda Ardern has just won... The Prime Ministerial Ship, or whatever you call it, for another four years. No. 
not nice, beautiful country. She's going to destroy it. I've got a niece in Auckland, actually. She was out not that long back. It's very so diverse in New Zealand. That were in New, in New Zealand. Uh, where were they at? You know? Who's that? All those elites are supposedly have all these bunkers in New Zealand. Did they bought oh, hundreds and hundreds of South. bunkers? Yeah, probably down in... I, I would think... Probably down yeah, in South Island. The, the, the bottom of the South Island. Yeah. See, I would have thought maybe they would have been up in the north part of it since you told me that all the stars are up there at the, part, the top part of New, New South Wales, you know, in the ocean. And as I was looking at this map, and nah. I was thinking, ooh, it would be a lot closer there, you know. No. Nah. So probably the south part. See, they're riding a hop, step, they're riding a hop, step, and a jump from the South Isle of New Zealand to Antarctica. Very true. Yeah, I was talking to a bloke who lived in Milford Sound, beautiful part of... New Zealand down there, and I said, "What's the, you know, the harbour like at the moment?" He said, "It's chock a block with rich yachts." With what? Rich yachts. Really? Yeah. And that wasn't that long ago either, a couple of months. So pedo. I wonder. I wonder what. They're getting out of town and they're going to their bunkers, aren't they? Yep. Or they're coming out here trying to escape Trumpy. I wonder where the jurisdiction is. Uh, with New Zealand was part of the Five Eyes, and so was Australia. So yep. you would think that with them being part of the Five Eyes, that there would be they wouldn't be safe there with extradition. But I don't know the extradition laws there. But that would be interesting to find yeah, out. But well, I would, look, definitely, it's so close to Australia. Maybe that's their location because you know what's in our Australia. There's some crazy stuff going on there too. You know, I mean, we, we know telling what is in Australia, not Australia, Antarctica. Well, they reckon they reckon those deep underground military bases. The worst one definitely. in Australia is under Melbourne. They reckon the worst one in the world is under Melbourne. Yeah, there's definitely one in Canberra because I stood on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's some under the Snowy Mountains. And there's one on a military base over in Western Australia. Um, Pine Gap, it's called. It's a military base up there, American military base. Yeah, there's a... A lot of American troops in up in Darwin, which is the most northern part of Australia. Oh, that's why I was getting confused because China owned Darwin and Melbourne, and I was getting them confused because yeah. Darwin's at the top, you know. Uh, that's why I was like, I, I don't yeah. know why I'm confused like that. That's what. I, that's why I got confused because I was doing the ports, and it was Darwin and Melbourne. China owned ports. Yeah. 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 And then okay, got a, that makes sense, man. Um, they've got a landing strip. They've got a like an airport of their own in some part of West Australia. I'm not sure where, but anyway. 
Uh, yeah, they have all that farmland too. Yeah, yeah. That's really horrible. They that they're taking that out farmland. A lot of these, a lot of these Victorians are saying that once the borders open up to New South Wales, that there's going to be a a major move of people into different states from down there. You watch China buy it all up. They probably already have. You know, yeah. that's really yeah. weird that you mentioned that Antarctica is, you know, reminded me that Antarctica is right there, so close to New Zealand where all the pedos are going and all the stars are running to. And, you know, if there's no extradition in New Zealand, then maybe Antarctica is actually their, you know, where their their final destination, you know, it's their Probably. final place to run. Because, I mean, it's really hard to get down come. there and, yeah, I mean… I, I I really would love to go on an expedition in Antarctica. I would love to explore that place, but it's it would be terrifying and cold, you know. But uh, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. But no telling what the pedos plan there. You know, you've seen all these stars going down there, like right around uh, election last last time. Like all these different people went down to the Pope and John Kerry and just all kinds of people, and they're like, "What the hell's going on?" You know, down yeah. in Antarctica. Well, Tom Cruise was uh, not Tom Cruise. Um, Tom Hanks. He was out here for a, that movie, that Elvis movie. But then he went back to America. But then he went to Greece, didn't he, and got citizenship? Yeah. And now he's supposed to be back in Australia. You know, like do his movie and straight back to Greece. I'd say. If that's really looks to him. me like this guy's running. Yeah, it doesn't even look like he. I think he has a twin brother. Oh, I was yeah. reading somewhere that he actually has a twin brother, and I was like, "Whoa, I didn't know oh, he had a twin brother." But a lot of those stars have twins, you know. Yeah, well, makes them a lot more Tom appealing. Hanks to... isn't actually Tom. Tom Hanks isn't Tom Hanks. They're back in the thirties, or well, I forget how long ago he was supposed to have. Um, Drowned or something in New Guinea. He's supposed to be a Bilderberg, I think. Or a Rothschild, I'm not exactly sure now. Whether that's the truth or not, I, who knows, but... I yeah, think I know it was Rothschild. Was it? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise so. me. That sounds familiar. Yeah, hmm. that's what I thought it was. Because you had yeah, to but yeah, I, well, I, I never not really that heard that before till you told me that, you know. But I know that yeah. it looked to me like he had got arrested. Uh, it did. It just looked like he was in Gitmo or something. <laughs> when he was sending those weird things about Corona, it just looked really strange, you know. Uh, of course, we yeah. didn't prove anything. It was just all conspiracy, but it did look a little bit weird, you know. So, yeah, they say uh, in the oh, case hey, of hey. Tom Hanks' Rothschild, a few things pulled, pulled up run, on it. Run, run. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. how long do you think these people of Victoria are going to take this crap? Just keep on taking it? Are they just their business are being destroyed? You no, know? Mate, they, and they they vote him back in every time. They're dumb as dog shit. Do, excuse my French. Do they vote him in or you is know? it fraud? You know. Oh, probably a bit of both. Who knows? <clears throat> but 
Yeah, and they, this will wake him up. It's waking up a lot of Democrats here. Yeah. Yeah, not here, though. She'll be right, mate. Just vote Dan in again. He's a pedo. They reckon that our Prime Minister wears a tracking device too. Scott Morrison, he's a he's a Freemason. And Australia's going to be the guinea pig to take this vaccine, they reckon. God help us. He's the only one that can. Yeah. Anyway. So you got no callers yet, mate? Uh, no. I haven't got any callers. No? Oh. A lot of people don't like to call in. They just like to listen to it, you know? A lot of people don't want to be on yeah. Worldwide Radio. <laughs> it's a little intimidating, you know? And then, yeah. uh, generally, generally, I won't even answer the callers. I just ignore them. But tonight, I would have them. We didn't have them, but usually we have – but I couldn't advertise either, so – Probably uh, we'll get uh, a lot of my view- listeners are actually uh, listening to it when they're driving on the car on the road, truck drivers, you know, pick up a lot of podcasts no. like that, and uh, people going to blog talk and just you know roaming around looking for topics. I get a lot of views from that. I'm also on Apple, so we get listeners off of Apple, but so the podcast uh, archives are always available. So I get a lot of views from the archives. So it really really doesn't matter if anyone catches it live or if they just catch it after the show, you know? Yeah. So yeah. sometimes it's easier to watch it after the show, and then you can pause it and go do your stuff and come back since they're usually pretty long, you know? But yeah. I'm going to keep this one pretty short to just an hour, but I'm going to try to keep this open at night because when they cut everybody off of social media, we're not going to have anybody to talk about what's going on with the election, you know? And this is going to be – we're not going to be able to depend on social media, you know? No. And I, I hope tomorrow I'm going to have my microphone fixed, my headsets all finished. But I wasn't planning on doing a show. It was kind of last minute. So I'll, hopefully the sound quality is all right tonight, and uh, we can get it get it good, you know. Yeah, so it's but I'm good to real interested in what I'm real interested in what's going on in Australia. Because uh, what happens there is, you know, matters to me. <laughs> Australia lost matter, right? Yeah. Make Australia great again. Yeah. Definitely. Go Trumpy. Go Trumpy. So what are people thinking about yeah. Trumpy now in Australia? Oh, I've had a few comments with me hat, especially today. You really think he's going to win? I said, he's going to win my life by a landslide, mate. At least yeah, I can definitely. wear me hat. He has to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I – honestly, I would probably lose my freaking mind if they declare Joe Biden the winner, you know? Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> the end of the free world, mate. Yeah. As we yeah, know it. It's, yeah, it's going to be bad. And yeah. then with us them censoring us, I mean, he needs to go in and arrest these media, you know? He needs to shut them down. That 10 days of darkness, the 10 days of darkness need to begin tomorrow. 
and go yeah. through where neither side gets this information. You know what I mean? It's not fair for them to give it all just one way, this alliance, you know? Right now they have yeah. – on the National Post, they have Biden ahead of Trump at every freaking place. And it makes it infuriate me because I know it's true, you know? I know it's not true. I know it's yeah. not. I mean I was at that rally yesterday with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cars going up and down the interstate with flags all in our pickup trucks, you know, honking. People were on the side of the road filming us. People were on the side of the road with American flags waving it, um, them to us. There was blacks. There were Spanish. There were Filipinos. There were women. I mean there were everybody, farmers. You know, there was everybody there, business owners, you know. I even ran into Mike's husband there. Everybody was there. I saw him. I was like, oh, hey. I didn't know you were deplorable. (laughs) So it was pretty cool. I was like, dang, Trump fixes everything. He even makes me and my ex-husband get along good, you know? Trump Trump fixes everything. And now they're going to sit here and say that that, uh, that they're going to steal this election. This is going to get violent. I mean, people are going to end up dying if this happens, Beverly. People are going to end up dying if this happens. Trump supporters are going to go freaking psycho because we know that he won the election. We we're, we're getting twenty five, twenty eight thousand people at, at these rallies that they only have maybe one day notice of, you know. Yeah. And de- defying odds and defying uh, their government, you know, and going up there anyway, you know, saying we're not going to be locked down. We're going to go support our president, you know. And then you so watch that bogey. video of, of of that bus. Oh, that was a classic. That was a classic. Oh, wasn't it? Self laughing. Are you talking about the Trump route, the Trump parade where they went around the Trump bus? Yeah. Oh, that was the most epic thing I've ever saw in my life. I bet I've watched it 55 times. Oh, yeah. I've watched that thing so many times. Oh, it says Red Kingdom. (laughs) Red Kingdom. And here they come with those Trump flags everywhere in front of the the, – Biden bus, just a truck, just so many trucks with all, so many flags. Beside the uh, Biden bus, with so many flags behind them, giant, giant Trump flag. Oh, it was amazing. So many vehicles, it was just yeah. insane. And then they tried to say that there was an accident that was caused from us being reckless. Well, and you know where I was at yesterday at that same patch of road right there by Austin. Between we went from Waco to Salado, and Salado is only about forty minutes from Austin. So I'm on I-35. You know, that's where we were at. We yeah. were on I-35. Yesterday doing this, but they had video of it, and it actually shows the Biden one of the cars that was with the Biden uh, bus actually shows them going over into the other lane and hitting the Trump truck. Yeah. So New Braunfels, yeah. New Braunfels investigated and said, no, they hit the truck. They went in the other lane and hit the truck. The truck didn't do anything wrong. So once more, the Democrats screwed up, and that doesn't even, uh, you know, the, the, everything they do just gets screwed up. They always they can't make nothing stick, can they? So I don't know why I'm worried about them making this stick. You know, their impeachment failed, their porn star failed, their grabbing by the pussy failed, their uh, no, you know, everything they've done is failed. And trying to stop the QAnon movement, they haven't stopped the QAnon movement. Everybody now knows the QAnon movement's real. You know, of course you knew it was from yeah. the very beginning because you trusted me. You know, I'm a good journalist and I know my stuff. And when I said Bev, I'm telling you, this is the real thing. You know, because you trusted me, you knew it was. You know. But uh, it's been fascinating, and Q uh, is still there. We're still following QAnon, and the damage is done. We've already read filled. We've already read people, people all over the world. QAnon's everywhere. Yeah. And you know, one of the most famous guys yeah. in the QAnon movement was this Mike uh, Joe M. I mean, his name is Joe M. 
and he is like the most popular, most famous guy I think in the in the movement, you know. And uh, and he has like these, he has these viral videos. Remember that one that was like, what, "What's the plan?" I started to play that tonight, you know, about the plan to save America. Yeah. I might still play it tonight, but it's probably not going to play because they deleted his YouTube channel. But uh, anyways, unless I have it, I think I have it saved. But uh, uh, he's like so famous on Twitter, right? And I posted a picture of you and Scotty. And you're wearing your QAnon shirt at the zoo with the Opera House and the Harbor Bridge behind you. And Joe M shared that, and it had like almost a thousand retweets the last time I looked. So you were just like everywhere all over Twitter. (laughs) I was like, that's going to kill me. That's going to kill me. (laughs) And then they started putting up all these QAnon videos and had all these pictures from people all over the world. I said, oh my God, that's going to kill me. (laughs) They made her famous, and she doesn't even know. (laughs) It's like, oh hell, you know. So yeah. I thought that was kind of funny, you know. So uh, let's see what Q dropped today. You want to while you're on the phone? Yeah. Let's see. Today's drops, I'm going to go from the newest to the uh, first one. I'm going to have to open a new link. just has a – it was dropped today and uh, four hours and five minutes ago, and it's a link to Twitter. And the Twitter is some guy named Tim Murtaugh. Biden's early vote lead is not enough, and they know it. Dems plan to call at real Donald Trump's election day surge a red mirage to delegitimize his wave of support. They'll try to create a smokescreen post-election day, even running TV ads to cast doubt on November 3rd vote. Be ready. And then uh, it says, Trump campaign statement on Democrats' plans to delegitimize election results. Democrats are panicking because Joe Biden has not run up enough in lead in early votes in battleground states. They know that President Trump's in-person votes on Election Day will make the difference and propel him to victory. Biden's political operatives have already been distributing talking points to in research to delegitimize Election Day results by coaching surrogates to refer to the president's Election Day success as a red mirage. These operatives are advising surrogates, and I can't see the rest of it for some reason. Well, there's more, but I can't see it. Oh, here it is. Oh, it's real long. Okay. And it's real small. We are aware that Democrats have already cut television ads. They are prepared to deploy – I guess this is from the uh, Trump-Pence campaign, by the way, from the president. We are aware that the, the Democrats have already cut television ads. They are prepared to deploy to further cement the red mirage misinformation, seeking to convince people that all Joe Biden would need for victory is more time, extending well beyond – Election Day. At the t- same time, we fully anticipate the Democrats will be in court arguing to extending deadlines for accepting and counting votes mailed and received well past deadlines enacted by individual state laws. Americans should remember that Biden has assembled a massive team of lawyers who will try to loosen election integrity so they can steal this election and also recall that Hillary Clinton advised Biden not to concede defeat under any circumstance. The last gaps of the Biden campaign will be ugly, and it will be ruthless. What actually has happened is that the Democrats fielded a candidate in Joe Biden who excites virtually no one, and his potential voters are not motivated to go to the polls in person. Democrats also made the mistake of spending months frightening their supporters away from voting in person because of the coronavirus. Now they've realized that their early vote lead will not be enough. Biden's campaign also committed the political sin of failing to build ground game a field operation. And now they are paying the price for their inability to turn out supporters. Biden knows 
that the votes he already has in the bank through early voting are from supporters they already had. So he has cannibalized his own election day turnout. Because of this Biden predicament, we are on guard for Democrats to attempt to subvert state deadlines for receiving and counting ballots, and we will fight to make sure they adhere to the law. President Trump wants every eligible voter to be able to vote. Vote once and have it counted. Justice Clark Trump, 2020 Deputy Campaign Manager. Wow, that's a pretty good one, isn't it? Okay, so that's the yeah. first, the last he dropped. Then the next one that he dropped was – this is two days ago. Okay, so Halloween. Let's see if I can open a new link. Okay, hang on. And this is a space shuttle launch audio, and it's three minutes long, so I'm probably not going to play it. Let me just look through it and see what it is. It's just a, it's a space shot, shuttle launch. I'm not really sure what it's supposed to mean. Okay, it's just a video of a space shuttle launching. I may have to watch it to. Oh, it's uh, good. Let me see. No, I can't get it to work. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. So I have to go look at that. This is why I go to real QAnon people to get the results. I've never read, really done any QAnon drops online because I'm not a decoder. Uh, I go to In the Matrix for that or a few other people. All right, the one before that says, are you ready to take back control of this country? Hell yeah, we are, Keith. Hell yeah, we are. The one before that says, are you ready to hold the political elite protected accountable? Yes, I'm ready to hold the political elite accountable. Are you, Bev? Get them in that sw- – get out of that swamp. Take a big Gitmo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Lock her up. Lock her up. <laughs> and the one before that, he says, are you ready to finish what we started? Nothing can stop what is coming. It's not just a catchphrase. Q. Oh, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's great. And the one before that was on October 30th, and he has a link to somebody. Let's see if I can open it. And this says Brett Scheer, S-C-H-E-R, what the fuck at PolitiFacts rates it most true and that pro-police thin blue line flag is actually an anti-Black Lives Matter flag. An anti-Black Lives Matter flag replaced the American flag behind President Trump during a Wish-Kishki campaign rally. (laughs) That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And then here's the political flag. Yes, the thin blue line flag. They're saying that the blue lives matter flag is actually an anti-black lives matter flag. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my freaking life. God, the fake media, they need to go to jail. And then uh, Q posted about that. He put, fact checkers created an effort to reinforce propaganda. And then in the kill box, it says digestion. It says the battle to prevent truth from reaching the people, the battle to maintain and push division. Divided, you're weak. Divided, you fight each other. Divided, you pose no threat. System of control, information warfare. And you know, they even had this, this fact checker say this is mostly true. You know, the one before that, his one before that, it says this is not about Republican versus Democrat. This is about preserving our way of life. If America falls, the world falls. Patriots on guard. So. Yeah. Q's been definitely dropping, and uh, you know, 
letting us know, are you ready? Are you ready to take back our country? So you know what I got to say about that, Bev? The storm is here. The yeah. storm is here, Bev. I've been telling you the storm is coming, right? The storm is here. Yeah. Excited. I think that it's time. I mean, I mean, Key writes, are you ready? Are you ready? Three times, are you ready? You know, three different posts. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. Get your ass in gear, Q, you know? Kitbo <laughs> like, is ready. ready for you. I really think that. Kitbo is ready for you. I, uh, we, we spent a lot of money that we probably didn't have. Well, we never had that kind of money to spend unexpectedly. But I bought, which would be real, not a lot of food in Australia, but in America it's a lot of food. Probably about, oh, I don't know, probably about $600 worth of food, and we really stocked up. We got like triple dog food, triple cat food, and uh, I went and bought all my e-cigarette stuff for a whole couple months. Tomorrow I'm going to go fill up my car, and uh, today I went and picked up little things that I had forgot to get, you know, like laundry soap, stocking up on that. So me and Alley Cat won't even have to leave the house, and we're locked and loaded. Uh, we're ready for war, so, you know, I don't know. I hope they don't come this way, but if they do, they're going to be back off more than they can chew. My neighbors got ARs. We've got ARs. Um, you know, if they're going to try to come, I don't think we're going to have to worry about it. We're in the country, you know. But, uh, I know that, you know, yeah. Uh, one militia, that guy whittled that boomerang to kill that goose with, and you said, if it don't come back to you, made it a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't come back to her, so it was a stick. So I was like, that was so funny because it was so funny, right? Sorry, guys, the inside joke thing that you had to see it. It was hilarious. Me and Bev have been going back a while now. So, wow, I like those key drops. Yeah, I really do. I, I don't know what was up with that uh, space shuttle one. I don't really what know. What are they talking about? What do you mean by that? Putting a woman on a space shuttle? It says space shuttle launch audio loud play loud. Okay, let me turn this. Oh, I hear it now. It's a countdown. It's the countdown. Oh yeah, that's good. Okay, I get it now. And then it's actually taken off, so it's that's like a star, right? Like it's happening, right? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. That's exciting. Okay. And uh, on the uh, thing, it says you need a sound system with a lot of power and a great sub turned up to house-shaking level to get the right effect of this video. I made this for all people who dreamed of seeing a launch in whatever. So if I would have not been on the radio, I could have cranked it all the way up with my speakers on, you know? It made it feel like it was actually yeah. – the video says it'll make you feel like you're shaking, and then the uh, space shuttle takes off and it's in the air. So, okay, Q, I got you. I got you. We had the countdown, and now it's a takeoff, right? To go. Yeah, I bet those demon rats are shaking in their boots. Go time. Go. Th- well, they are. They're freaking out. Look what they're doing. They're desperate. Yeah. And I just think, you know, if yeah. we know this stuff, if we know this stuff, you can't tell me that Trump doesn't know this stuff is going on. It doesn't have countermeasures for the, you know. Yeah. Surely, I mean, he's a warrior. He's countered them at every single. He has countered them at every single punch, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's a war machine. He's mate. a maestro. 
Yeah, he's the maestro. Maestro. I don't know what happened to Lori. She was going to call in tonight. Lori Alexander from the Global Watchman. She's really awesome. Love her. She's really good to me. A lot of her uh, followers are Trump haters, though, but I still like them. I mean, I don't like all of them, but I like most of them. I had to block one of them today because he was trolling my uh, uh, preview of my uh, video that just came out on YouTube called As Above, So Below, part two of the As Above, So Below series. And this one's, uh, again, Sacred Sites Hidden by Our Military. That's the one that I put up on BMO, and they completely stripped down my whole BMO account. Put it up on YouTube. They took it down off YouTube. I finally got it back on YouTube. I'm having a lot of hell, and now I'm taking it off Twitter. So I must be over the target, you know, because they did not want yeah. me putting that video out. And so no, they never do. I was wanting to see if I had that video downloaded. Y'all, I want to look – all my listeners, I want to apologize. I know this is a little disorganized, and I'm actually looking for information and don't have it put together, and we're just kind of going by the seat of our pants. I had nothing typed out. I didn't have any web pages pulled up. I just wanted to do this show so that we have an open line of communication and people can call because I'm telling you, things are fixing to go bad, and we may not be able to communicate with each other and let each other know what's really going on. So uh, I think I found it. It says, uh, we are the plan, but I don't know. Because I downloaded it, I might still have it on on, on here. I'm going to see if I can… I want to play this video if it'll work because they took down his YouTube, so I don't know if it's going to work or not. But if it does, this guy tells the story about Donald Trump and about how there was going to be a coup against Obama from different military departments and stuff, but that they decided that it was better because they didn't have time, I guess, to get everybody on board to get somebody to win the election and you know help them grab it from within and take over. And that they asked Donald Trump to do it, so they're the good guys, and the bad guys are the cabal. And he tells us it was actually a plan, and so if this is true, then they've been anticipating this this whole time, and this is all part of their plan, I guess, to throw out the deep state and come in with their final clutch of – because they've been making them – they like the deep state – they've been going after the deep state, and Trump's been like stabbing him with a knife. You know, He just stabs him, he stabs him, he stabs him, he stabs him, he stabs him. He just keeps hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. And there's so many ways, and he's hitting him in so many other ways that the media doesn't talk about. You know, So many other ways, yeah. like taking out the, the underground tunnels here in America, You know, stopping all these pedophiles, rescuing all these kids, shutting these all down, getting more, taking all the laptops, you know, more and more evidence, You know, stabbing him, stabbing him, stabbing him. And we don't know how many of them have already been on leg monitors or how many of them have already been – you know, maybe put on house arrest. We don't know how many people's money is frozen or passports are taken up. We don't know these things, you know. So a lot more could be going on that we don't even know about. And I'm going to try real quick yeah. to see if this video works. So here it goes. Something is going on. Some of us see it. Some of us feel it. It's time to expand your thinking. You will need to reset everything you thought you knew about the world about the people you trust, about history, about yourself. Let me tell you a story. For a very long time, our world has been under the growing influence of a vast transgenerational criminal mafia that was able to rise up to the highest levels of power. We didn't know because they talked and acted just like you and me. We thought we could recognize true criminals by their words and actions, but were deceived by their sophisticated speech, wealth, education, beauty, and power. 
through a system of threats, blackmail, and bribery. They would come to occupy the highest levels of power in government, corporations, and education. You may know them as the Deep State or Cabal. Most dangerously of all, they achieved almost total influence over the media, their primary means of controlling the good people of the world who were just trying to get on with living. They used this power to slowly convince us that we were the problem, that we were a threat to each other. They used race, gender, and religion to set us apart, and rewrote history to validate these false claims. They funded both sides of wars just to crush our potential to prosper and succeed as a peace-loving and creative force of good for the world. Now, with their firm grasp on the media, we drank in their entertainment and lies as they began their final phase, the total takedown of America. We were the brightest remaining beacon of freedom and humanity's last hope. They knew that if they could take America, the rest of the world would follow. They cut deals that led us to hand over total control of the money system to a private central bank, the Federal Reserve. This made it possible to influence Washington, D.C., and most of our presidents since then were beholden to the criminals in one way or another. Things took a really bad turn when they concentrated vast power into the hands of the many civilian intelligence agencies throughout the world. They said they were there to protect us. Instead, these agencies were catastrophically weaponized to boost drug and human trafficking cartels, assassinate political opponents, undermine the military, and change regimes of foreign governments who did not want to adopt the centralized system of money control. You might think they would choose simply to remain in the shadows running their criminal activities while we carried on with our lives. But as long as there was freedom for the people to prosper, the cabal were always at risk of being discovered and shut down. There was no way to continue without a plan to eliminate all threats to their survival, even if it meant imposing a single world government under their jurisdiction, where no national identity, police force, or military could stop them. They called it globalism. Exploiting our emotions and our instincts of compassion, they found a way to justify dismantling cultures, borders, and national identity under the guise of social justice, creating false narratives of racism, colonialism, and capitalism to destabilize and ultimately collapse societies so they were no longer secure enough to reject this dark plan for the world. Where there was no history to distort, they would use wars to force a catastrophic mass migration of peoples across borders to destabilize and weaken cultural identity. When we didn't accept this, they called us intolerant and shamed us into silence. By 2008, America was in advanced stages of economic decline, with disastrous trade deals leading to widespread loss of jobs and a devastating financial crisis. The Cabal had now absorbed another extensive criminal empire that was aligned with a twisted and radical form of Islam. Realizing the competition could threaten their goals, they decided to cooperate and agree to mutual terms. Now, a hostile foreign enemy was able to insert a subordinate into the U.S. political system who would become the president. Saudi Prince Al-Walid bin Talal funded Obama's Harvard education and took power by proxy, picking his entire cabinet while buying vast quantities of control in our largest media companies. The Western faction of the cabal was different. It was another kind of sick altogether. A dark and deeply sinister death cult with a strong reliance on symbolism and numerology, with levels of cruelty unimaginable to all right-thinking people. The reach and scale the secret society had achieved would have sent destabilizing shockwaves across the world were it ever to be publicly exposed. They were highly skilled at living just below the surface as they worked their way into the United States presidency. With both factions of the global mafia now in control, are you ready to hear what they had planned? Make sure you're sitting down. They installed rogue operators in government. They opened back doors to leak highly classified military intel and top secret special access programs. They cut military funding and weakened the command of generals with irrational new rules of engagement. 
They worked to dismantle NASA and end our supremacy in space. They infiltrated and exposed defensive military intelligence programs that reduced our ability to detect foreign and domestic threats. They used our trusted agencies to target and weaken political opponents. They relaxed our borders and enabled passage of millions of illegals and violent criminal gangs. They moved money to fund global terrorism, resulting in groups like ISIS moving to capture vast territories throughout the world. In 2016, the Cabal Alliance had hoped to retain power. If you are not yet chilled to the bone by the picture that is forming about their intentions for us all, let me tell you what was to come next. Through international climate change scams, they would have siphoned trillions of remaining wealth, eliminate the last good guys in government, and withdraw total funding from the U.S. military, handing over the responsibility of our defense to the United Nations. They would revise the Constitution to weaken our ability to fight back, ban the sale of firearms to eliminate our self-defense, insert their people into the Supreme Court, remove the electoral college system to neuter our voting power, and totally eliminate alternative media to shield them from exposure. They instigated a covert deal to move large quantities of our uranium to their captured states in North Korea and Iran to build up a nuclear arsenal that would threaten the world. For this, they blamed Russia, a growing force of opposition to their ambitions of global control. By casting Putin as an enemy and blaming him for this illegal uranium deal, they had planned a devastating nuclear world war between America and Russia that would have exhausted the last two remaining pillars of freedom for the world, accelerating the horrific endgame that had become inevitable. This cabal miraculously lost power in 2016 when a brave operation, led by a U.S. military alliance and their global partners, were able to return power legitimately over to the light. They had a plan of their very own, one that was many decades in the making. With Donald Trump selected for the role of president, the people of America were slowly awakened to the reality of the world they live in. With so much hidden and lied about in the media channels we had come to trust for our news and entertainment, this alliance of good set into motion a sophisticated strategy of dismantling the vast network of corruption that had almost completely overcome every level of government, industry, and legal system. They knew they had to follow the laws of the land as they were originally intended, otherwise they themselves would be delegitimized, even though they were just trying to free us from the silent stranglehold of tyranny that we had come to accept as normal. The panicking deep state used any remaining power they had left to try and save themselves. Each day for two years was a careful and meticulously planned balancing act between public perception and the job that needed to be done. Moving too fast would shock and scare a sleeping public still living in the prison of the mind that was created for them. But after all this, it appears now that not only are we winning, but we have won. The trajectory of this great storm is now radiantly clear. Now we look forward to a new future, thanks to the brave patriots who risked everything to save our world. This time, for good. There is not a person alive who has experienced what a world without this darkness could be like. A world of free energy that was kept from us to force our dependency on their fossil fuel monopolies. Abolishment of income tax that was illegally imposed to pay back interest on loans taken from the cabal banking system. Released cures for our most deadly diseases. Unleashed space technologies to open frontiers we never dreamed possible. New technologies creating millions of jobs and yielding a global human renaissance the likes of which we have never seen. Fellow Americans and citizens of the world, now it is our turn to shine. 
Wherever we are, we will become the plan when we choose to reject what they call globalism. We recognize the words they use to bend us to their will, and we say no more. It's time to turn off the media, follow your instincts, trust yourself, and be the plan. May God bless America and the world. That's pretty badass. Yeah, that's badass, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. I just it always just fires me up and gives me back hope. So I'm like, just want to try to remember this message and the plan and what's going on, because we know that the next week is going to be insane, you know. And I just know yeah. that I'm not going to be able to, you know, get news like I want to get news about what's really going on. So I just have to hang on to that, you know, definitely. Yeah. But I know it's coming. I think the rest are coming, and it's going to go down. I'm calling Timber. <laughs> time. Well, Bev, Go I think we've been timber. on there a pretty long time. Uh, we've been on there over an it, hour now, almost an hour and 20 minutes. So kind of went over. I was going to try to – I had it scheduled for two hours, but I I was only a whole bunch of callers called in, and we got got on here. But hopefully uh, we'll be able to advertise and get – you know, because I usually get a lot of listeners. So um, yeah. make sure that – I put out the phone number and I forgot to put that out when I put. I did put something on Facebook, but I don't know if anybody can see it because I'm shadow banned. So we'll try to get this advertising out for tomorrow's show. And if you can call in tomorrow for the election, that would be awesome. Uh, I can change the time around if it's better for you. Just let me know. Text me. And is there yeah, anything you want to say before we close? About the, same time, about the same time tomorrow because I've got to go and have blood tests and other things on. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, it sounds like a plan, and we'll just be on at 8 tomorrow night, which is 8 Central here in America. And, uh, well, hopefully it'll it's election day, so hopefully we'll have yeah. some kind of news, which I doubt we will until midnight or something, you know. I probably should have done the show probably later, but I, I don't I don't like to stay up too late, you know. Anyways, all right. Well, yeah, I'm going to close the show out, but I appreciate you calling. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to you about what was going on in Australia for a long time. Yeah, no problem, mate. Slip tight. Well, I guess we'll... You're going to go to bed. Sorry? Right. I'm going to play my little... Uh, you had to stay on and listen to my little wolf howl that I got to close the show with, okay? <laughs> Be sure to listen yeah. to it. I've yeah. been really wanting to play this. It's so cute. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. I apologize if it was a little disorganized, but it is what it is. We need to get the word out. We need to have some open lines of communication. The number here is 845-241-9956. Be sure and call in tomorrow, and let's find out what's going on around different parts of the world and America, and tomorrow's election is a big day. And with that, it. thank you so much, Bev, and to you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.